podcasters everywhere and welcome to the Network Insider, where you can get the inside scoop on what Cisco is innovating, creating, and launching in our networking space. Today, we'll be talking about the Cisco Catalyst 9105 access point and the capabilities that it can provide, such as a high quality user experience, low latencies, and higher capacities for businesses, organizations, and their remote workers. My name is Jasmine, and I'll be your moderator, but I'll hand it to Byron, who is one of our speakers today. Byron, can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do at Cisco? Absolutely. Thanks, Jasmine. Um, Hi, my name is Byron McGrain, and I'm a product marketing manager for the wireless team here at Cisco. My co-host today is my colleague, Leslie Van Zee, also a product marketing manager for the switching team here at Cisco. In this episode of the Network Insider, we're going to get into our latest release and really plumb the depths of this product as well. We're going to discuss some tips and tricks that you might not know about. You know, our expert isn't too shy about sharing. So speaking of experts, joining us today to implement his wisdom on all things Wi-Fi 6 is Christian Radakanu, a manager in our wireless product management team. Hi, Christian. Hope all is well. All is well. Hi, Byron. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Jasmine. Hello, Christian. This is Leslie, and um, I'm going to kick off talking, asking you some questions about this. In this week's episode, we're going to spend some time getting to know the most recent addition to the Catalyst 9100 access point family, the Catalyst 9105 AP. These are designed to give small to medium-sized organizations cutting-edge Cisco enterprise features at a lower price point. They support Wi-Fi 6, also known as the 802.11ax standard, and they offer two mounting options on the ceiling or on a wall, allowing for for flexibility. But what were the thought processes behind this new access point? What separates this AP from the competition? Yes, it adheres to the Wi-Fi 6 standard, but what else can it do? Let's find out more. Thanks, Leslie. And um, Christian, so how about we level set and start at the beginning? Um, These Catalyst 9105 access points are part of the Catalyst 9100 family of access points. What makes this group of access points so special? First of all, there are um, you know Wi-Fi six access points. I think that's um, you know one of the most important things. But there are probably two other, let's call them characteristics. You can call them features that uh, will set these access points apart. One with some of these access points, we introduced a special ASIC, a special chips and a special silicons called Cisco RF ASIC. That's basically the secret sauce that Cisco has for the Wi-Fi six. Let's say portfolio. And this ASIC is used in three areas. One is how to handle interferences. You know, Wi-Fi works in uh, what's called an unlicensed spectrum. So you have other type of technologies working in a similar spectrum. Microwave is an example. You may not think of it, but it is there. The second aspect is security. How do we handle um, intrusion, um, wireless intrusion prevention system, detection system, and how do you handle roles? And last, how do you handle DFS or radar events? In a lot of places in the world, including United States and Europe and elsewhere, there are uh, the band that is used for Wi-Fi. It's also used for weather radar, and a lot of times, some competitor, I see products have false positives, so they detect the radar when it's not there. So this RFA basically reduces that uh, false positive close to to zero. So that's kind of the second point that set these access points apart: the RFA And the third one is our partnerships with major device manufacturers. We call that internally device ecosystem program. And we have partnership with Apple, we have partnership with Samsung, 
Intel for Windows-based laptops and, and Google as well. So just recently, Apple announced their iPhone 12, and with the introduction of iPhone 12 and iOS 14, we have a specific Wi-Fi 6 related feature that only works between Catalyst 9100 access points and iPhones both 11 and 12 with iOS 14. So these device ecosystem partnership set these access points apart. That sounds really interesting, Christian. Can you um, talk a little bit more about that new Apple um, sure. feature? So basically, Wi-Fi 6 has a, a lot of specific features that will make Wi-Fi 6 uh, products work a little bit better over the air. One of these features is called OFDMA, and uh, basically the ability of the access point to talk to a specific device, to a specific client, both uplink and downlink, and um, introduces the capability of that access point to handle multiple devices at the same time. However, the standard, especially on the uplink side, when the device sends traffic to the access point, has a lot of gray areas. And we worked very closely with Apple to improve those gray areas and to make them a little bit more clear. So what do we do? We work with, uh, we work with Apple, so for iPhones and, and iPads, when they need to send traffic to the access point, basically the device communicates with the access point to basically pre-signal what kind of traffic is about to be sent. So if you have a FaceTime call, if you have a WebEx call, obviously latency is important. So the device works with the access point to set the right priority so that the latency is reduced to the lowest possible level so that that WebEx call or that FaceTime call or whatever that real-time application is works perfectly. And this is done only between Cisco and Apple devices. That sounds really awesome. You know, you were involved with this access point from the beginning. What was the team envisioning when they came up with the idea for this product? Um, you know, what type of customers were they hoping to service? You know, just really kind of what, what was really the background um, when the 9105 was going through its uh, infancy? Uh, obviously, a few customer types in mind. One was about the size of the company, and we talked a little bit, a little bit about you know small and medium organizations. But we also look at other characteristics. So, with 9105, we looked at both ceiling type of mounted uh, access points, where customers have let's say, office type of environments and they are planning or installing the access points on a ceiling. But there are also other type of customers where they want to install the access point on a wall, and in some cases even have multiple type of um, connectivity, i.e. wireless and wired to, to, offer, to be offered in that area. But I also touch on another topic here. When we looked at these access points, like I mentioned, the key is a driver was the form factor. And we spent a lot of cycles and we spent a lot of effort to look at that form factor, to look at the industrial design, to make it, to make this access point, you know, the best access point, Wi-Fi 6 access point you can possibly make in a very small form factor. And for this see, task, we collaborated with uh, a design company called Pininfarina. Some people may have heard of that. It's, uh, it's a pretty famous one. And we looked at the industrial design with a lot of, let's say, key requirements or key needs in mind. I mentioned, you know, ceiling mount, wall mount. I mentioned the form factor needs to be smaller and lighter. But I want to add a couple of things that are not exactly, you know, top of the page when you look at our data sheet. So when you look at the access point to be mounted, to be installed on a ceiling, one of the key drivers was to minimize the visual footprint. 
So you put the access point on a ceiling. If you look up, you should see less of the access point, not more of the access point. And that's why on the back of the access point, there is a curvature introduced there so that as you look up, you see the access point kind of floating just below the ceiling. The other part was the LED. Again, it's a small thing, but it carries a lot of weight. Some of the access points that are in the market and some of our prior access points, they have a bright LED so that they indicate the status of the access point. Is it connected? Is it not connected? Does it have clients uh, connected to the access point and so on and so forth? And a lot of times we heard complaints coming from our customers saying that that LED is too bright. I actually have one of our older access points installed in, um, in one of my rooms here, and basically it was a night lamp. So we looked at that <laughs> LED to make it, one, smaller, and two, to adjust the brightness so that you know, the customers or the user can adjust to whatever level is comfortable. If it's a bright room, you need it to be brighter. If it's a dark room, you need it to be darker, and so on and so forth. There are a couple of other things I want to give you just one more um, as, um, let's say, behind the scenes. If you look at the access point, you see this white say, color, and it, most of the surface is actually a matte surface, but there are a couple of um, areas where the surface is glossy. One is the contour on the front of the access point. Well, it turns out that the type of the surface, whether it is matte or glossy, reflects the light differently. So as you look up, you see the access point and that glossy contour reflects the light in a certain way, kind of drawing your attention towards the middle of the access point where the Cisco logo sits. And that Cisco logo in the back also has a glossy surface as well. So it makes the Cisco logo a little bit easier to read, even if it doesn't have any uh, source of light behind it. The other part, if you look at the Cisco logo and the LED, the LED is centered just below the Cisco logo and the size of the LED is the exact same size and the exact same shape as the middle line in the Cisco logo bridge. So if you look at the access point <laughs> and you look at the Cisco bridge, that LED has the exact size, the exact shape of that Cisco bridge, the middle line in the Cisco bridge. So <laughs> these are some of the nuances that if you buy the access point, if you look at data sheet, even if you look at the access point itself, you may not notice them but we put a lot of thought so that when it's deployed, when it's installed, it actually serves its purpose. So let's let's talk a little bit about the, the 9105 specifically. And one of the things we mentioned earlier is that um, this is targeted towards small, small and medium businesses, which we already have the Catalyst 9115 and the 9117 series of access points also um, meant for small and medium-sized businesses. Why why have we decided to re release the 9105? And what's the difference between all these? And why would somebody choose one over the other? So we basically look at Wi-Fi 6 as the new standard and the new um, Wi-Fi solution for anybody, any type of enterprise uh, client, any type of organization, whether it's small or large. And if you look at 9115 and 9117, they are targeting these type of organizations, but they do have a certain level of features, performance, and even price points that may be a little bit higher than some of our customers would like to get to. So we looked at options. How do we make Wi-Fi 6 even more affordable? How do we make Wi-Fi 6 
uh, introduced at a lower entry point from both pricing and performance perspective. And last but not the least, how do we make a Wi-Fi 6 access point smaller? So it turns out that for a lot of organizations, deploying access points, whether they need to be installed on a ceiling or elsewhere, they are looking at these access points to be the smallest possible form factor so that they blend in that specific environment. And with 9105, we actually looked at the industrial design, we look at the form factor to make it the smallest access point, Wi-Fi 6 access point that Cisco has in, in its portfolio. That's very nice. You you sort of just took my next question, which was about the wall mounting feature. So I'll just ask you a little follow-up about the size of it. Can you give us, for those of us who haven't seen it in person yet, and since this is a podcast, can you tell us kind of like a comparison of how big it is compared to something we might sure. explain? So the size? I, I actually have one in front of me. Um, as I was preparing for, uh, for this podcast, I got one in front of me. And I, I forget the exact dimensions. I think it's around six inches by six inches or so. But it's a size of the of your palm, and I have like normal human size palms. Mm-hmm. So if I put this on uh, in my palm, it's actually the size of, of my palm. Even my kids, I have a five year old and a six year old. Uh, they can even play with this. And it's um, one of our partners described this access point when we started to have early field trials as quote adorable. Why? Because it's <laughs> tiny, thin, and very small. And by the way, I'm talking about the ceiling mounted access point. One thing that I haven't discussed in detail yet, Leslie, and probably this is something that you wanted to uh, to know a little bit more about, was the wall mounting version. Mm-hmm. So the wall mount version is also um, let's see, similar size. It's rectangular. is a little bit, let's say, almost of the size of an uh, of a smartphone, and uh, it's a little bit thicker than a smartphone. Obviously, I think it's around 1.2 inches, if I remember correctly. But why do we need two different mounting styles, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times, like I mentioned earlier, we have customers that they need to mount or they install the access point on a wall, vertically on a wall, as opposed to horizontally on the ceiling. But that's not the only reason. With a wall plate option, we also have an access point, a wireless access point that provides obviously wireless connectivity, but also provides wire connectivity because it has three Ethernet ports, one of them with PoE power of an Ethernet out so that you can power, let's say, a Cisco IP phone uh, if needed. Why is that needed? Well, we have customers primarily in the hospitality area and also in higher education like dorm rooms where they want to use a single device, single network device, networking device to provide Wi-Fi connectivity in that room, in that suite or in that apartment and also wire connectivity to connect a Cisco IP phone or another IP phone or to connect a media streamer or a gaming console or a printer, if you talk about door rooms. And with the 9105 wall plate, we basically combine all of that into a single device with a wall mount that typically means that there is an electrical junction box with an Ethernet cable drop in that. So basically, it places the face plate of that junction box. Yeah, that is that's really cool stuff. Um, one of my questions, you know, the COVID epidemic, you know, has certainly changed the way that uh, a lot of us do our jobs, right? With many of us now working from home instead of going into the office. The is the Canvas ninety one hundred five AP something we can use at our home to improve the wireless coverage there? Is this, um, you know, is this is this something, you know, that that that's beneficial to folks working from home? Sure. Sure. So 
Uh, COVID-19 still is, unfortunately, a big disruption in, in our lives. Uh, I mean, we're recording this podcast, most of us sitting at home, right? And right. when COVID-19 crisis pandemic started, beginning of this calendar year, we had 9105 already in uh, fairly late stages of its development. And even at that point, well, we had in mind to use this access point primarily because of its form factor um, to be deployed deployed as a home access point as well. We actually have a solution that uh, we introduced several years ago called Office Extend Access Point, basically to extend uh, the office. That was my next question. Yeah. I'm going to touch on that, but before the, going there, so we had this solution introduced um, a few years ago. And with 9105, we can actually use it when you uh, work from home as your, let's say, business or work wireless access point so that you connect back to your corporate network uh, while um, while working from home. And why is it you know different than other access points? Like I said, it's primarily because it's form factor and uh, its ability to be uh, say to be blending in into your environment. At home, typically people don't deploy access points installed on a ceiling. Maybe some do, I don't. Um, on a wall, well, if you have Ethernet cabling inside your home, that's an option. But most of the time, people deploy access points or they put their wireless router, so to speak, somewhere on a desk, on a piece of furniture, uh, behind the TV, although you should not do that. But they put these wireless routers, these access points, where they have room inside the homes. And with 9105 being so small and light, it can be deployed in a home. It can enhance your wireless experience in the home significantly. You know, when we talk a little bit about OEAP, um, I, I, it sounds kind of easy how to how to set it up. Can you give us like a real quick update on how to do that? Sure. So there are basically two personas there or two types of, uh, let's call them individuals involved in, um, in an office extent or in a telework or in remote working or uh, things like that. On one hand, there is a user. All of us here working from home, uh, we're using the internet primarily to connect back and be able to do our jobs. And for that persona, for that individual, basically our target was to simplify everything. Any enterprise solution that will address teleworker solution will needs to be plug and play, needs to be zero touch. So. For the from the user perspective or from the user point of view, the only thing that that person needs to do is basically take the access point, connect it to the gateway coming from um, your internet service provider, power it on, and that's it. Wait that's a couple of minutes to, to kind of boot up, and then you have your um, corporate SSID broadcasting in your in your home. So that's one side of it. So that side is pretty simple and straightforward in the sense of the user doesn't have to do anything. Now, on the corporate IT side, there are a couple more steps, but even those are um, well simplified because we wanted to make sure that corporate IT does not have more work or more things to do to support teleworker uh, community or teleworker population, so to speak. So on the corporate IT side, these OEPs, these teleworker access points, they use the same wireless controller that is used for uh, let's say campus or um, 
corporate offices. Now it can be the exact same unit or it can be a separate unit if the cooperative desires to do that. Now what they need to do, there are a few steps there. Number one is to set that particular unit that goes into a teleworker or to someone's home to be accepted by the wireless controller, primarily based on MAC addresses. So that before you, Byron, you receive um, an access point, let's say from Cisco IT, Cisco IT will need to um, get the MAC address and also um, we're working to use the serial number to have that recognized by, by Cisco IT wireless control. So that's kind of step one. Step two, on the wireless controller, again, it can be the exact same controller, it can be slightly different one, depending on the, on the choice. That controller needs to have a public IP address so that it can be reached on the internet. And from there, everything else is pretty much the exact same uh, workflow as it's used for corporate um, offices. Now, we have this available today. Are we done? No, we're not done. We're still working on this solution to improve it a little bit further. And we have exciting things in our um, roadmap that will make this solution even more attractive. The one thing that we're working on is going to be introduced in, um, in a few months is going to be a teleworker dashboard so that IT users, IT department or team will have one single dashboard for everything related to teleworker community. That sounds really awesome. Really helping the the new work from home standard we've we've all experienced this past year. Um, on a different on a different angle, I'd like to ask you a few questions about IoT since we're all aware that IoT devices are exploding, and thankfully Wi-Fi six makes it possible to support more devices um, with the access points you have. Can you talk a little bit about the IoT related features that are in the ninety one hundred five? Like I saw that. The 9105s come with a built-in radio. Is this unique? And also, I'd like to hear some about the support for BLE and Zigbee. What are these and why does a customer need them? So we, we do see IoT as a major, um, let's see, driver for everything wireless. Now, IoT is a big, let's say, need even behind Wi-Fi 6 standard itself. But let's say, as you pointed out, the 9105 access point also has what we call an IoT radio that supports multiple IoT protocols. And I'll talk a little bit about that. Now, is it unique? No, it's not unique. And the primary reason behind that is, is pretty simple. We do see IoT becoming pervasive in a lot of our customer environments. And we do believe that IoT, let's say protocols, they need to be supported across the board, including in you know the cheapest, the lower end, uh, the most, uh, accessible wireless access points and 9105 is in that category as well. So as we look at IoT specific protocols, features, we're not looking at these to be reserved for quote unquote high-end access points, more expensive access points or more performant access points. They need to be kind of going across. Now, let me talk a little bit more specifically about what is this IoT radio that I'm kind of referencing. So besides Wi-Fi connectivity, 9105 access point also provides connectivity for BLE, and we're looking at Zigbee as a, a potential addition in the future. With BLE, we introduced IoT services recently under the umbrella of DNA Spaces. And with that, we connect a lot of different type of types of devices using, using BLE, not just to provide 
location services, but also to provide telemetry or other things that are more specific to IoT work. So again, 9105 provides all these IoT services that uh, can be or, or are needed by our customers. So Christian, this is um, really the last question for me. Um, do you have any cool tips or tricks that uh, people might not know about the Catalyst 9105? Like even maybe something that, um, maybe something interesting that they've never thought about how to, you know, run anything uh, or run a specific feature or something along those lines? A couple of things. Number one, 9105 is, we, we called it in, um, internally the most flexible, the most versatile Wi-Fi 6 access point that you can possibly look at. Uh, it can be deployed in your office, it can be deployed in your dorm room, in a hotel room, in your meeting room. It can be used in your home, like we briefly talked about earlier. Now, when you use it in a home, I talked about how people are looking to put access points or to install them or to use them on their desk. And we actually looked at 9105, the wall plate version, the version that can be installed on a, on a wall, and we're creating a cradle. That's something that may not necessarily be well known. We're creating a cradle so that you can use that access point with additional ports and put it on your desk. So instead of having these, you know, back industrial looking back plate of the access point, uh, we're creating a, a plastic cradle with a rubber feet so it, it can be put on your desk with three wire ports available to connect. It can be your IP phone, it can be your printer, or it can be whatever device that you need to connect that doesn't have wireless um, infrastructure. So that's something that we're, um, uh, we're working on right now. It will be available probably in the next couple of months. As, uh, as an accessory to these access points. That's quite a convergence there between the wired and the wireless access. If you had it sitting right there on your desk, why would you be connecting to it wirelessly? Well, there are devices that do not have right. you know, an IP phone, maybe one of those. Uh, some printers, especially their older printers, are a different example. But mm -hmm. as much as I you know, love wireless and as much as I'm a wireless product manager, there are still devices that uh, for whatever reason, they don't have wireless inf um, interface or they prefer wire. Well, thank you. This has been really, really informative, Christian, and we really appreciate your time and all of this really deep insight into the way you guys looked at the needs of how these are going to fit into the environment and really meet a lot of different requirements for our customers. My pleasure. Happy to continue with the next topic when we're ready. Well, thank you so much, Christian, Leslie, and Byron. It was definitely so interesting to hear how Cisco is creating these new devices for small to mid-sized businesses. Um, everything from the physical palm size design to the technical aspects of the Cisco Catalyst 9105 access point. Um, there's just so much power packed into this new device. So really interesting to hear about all of what you had to say. Um, but thank you once again to our speakers for coming on and talking to us about this new access point. And if you want to learn more um, and learn more about the Cisco Catalyst 9100 family, you can visit cisco.com slash go slash wireless. And make sure to subscribe to the Network Insider on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts so you can stay inside the network. And until we get back into it, ciao and happy podcasting. Mm -hmm.